Lynette Anderson, and I thank you for tuning in to another episode of Breaking Free from Trauma, No Trauma Zone. I want to give thanks to the audience for the feedback that I received on the previous episodes. I realize that there are so many individuals that are suffering from distress and trauma. And as I dialogue with many of you, I could sense the pain, distress, and trauma that you're actually facing at this present time. Now, I wanted to take today's episode and I wanted to dedicate it to those that have been doing mass shootings or gun violence, what is actually occurring in the United States at the present time. There's been several mass shootings in the past and gun violence. But I wanted to discuss what we're facing now. And so far in 2023, there has been over 184 mass shootings, 248 deaths, and 744 people that have been injured. So far, over 13,900 people have died from gun violence. And also let us know that death by suicide is included and the estimate over 66 people dying per day pertaining to suicide and over 115 people are murdered. Now let us know the type, the times that we're actually living in. These are very crucial times and crime, the toes are constantly growing, tremendously rising as the week goes back. And this is something that we actually live in. We're living this right now, even as I speak. The way things are happening within our communities, we don't know from one day to another what's going to happen, which avenue we should take. We're really faced with real life situations. Now we have this extra pressure of uh, being stressed out and fear, being concerned of being killed, being afraid to lose your, leave your home, afraid to, to leave your kids, you know, they go to school not knowing if someone's going to return back home alive, not injured. And we understand we're going to leave this earth one day. We're not going to stay here forever. We, we truly were born, truly we're going to die. But to consider the fact that someone is murdered, someone was killed because of the demons or the issues the other person was going through in their life, that's a very devastating issue to, to even think about, to comprehend, to meditate upon. Isn't it frightening and frustrating to me? It is. Many of you have expressed your concerns about this. Many of you have expressed to me about dropping your kids off of school, the fightings, the shootings, the stabbings. And not knowing for one day to another if your child gonna return back home safe. Now I'm not a professional doctor, but I know the stress and, and pain and trauma can push triggers. It could cause things to happen in a person's life. And they start behaving in a different way that they never done before. It's a very serious situation. 
And what I want us to actually see is when we don't deal with our issues, when we don't deal with that situation, you don't deal with your pain, this is what happens oftentimes on, on the other spectrum. People take other people's lives. They take their lives because they don't want to deal with the pain. They don't want to deal with the ridicule. Someone talked about it when they was young. Someone said it is ugly. You know, someone has something to deal with their sexual preference. Someone got something to deal with where they live and what they drive, where they work at, whatever the situation may be, what color you color your skin. If you're Democrat, if you're Republican, you live in the North South, the West Side, you live where it's heat, where it's cold, come on. All of these different factors that an individual want to take it upon themselves and take someone's life. And because you're having a bad day, when oftentimes the issue is you, but you don't want to identify with it, and other people suffer because of other people's issues. Now maybe it doesn't concern you. Maybe not. Maybe you know you could go out and continue to go on about your day, but there are some of us that are concerned. I was at the baseball game and I started looking around. I missed, I started looking around at people's hands and, and watching what are they doing. I mean, the more the closer I, I enclosed myself and further into the, the stadium, the baseball stadium, it's like fear gripped me more and more and more. And I started looking at people as if they were suspects. As if they was a suspect. And fear. I found myself almost hyperventilating. And I had to get myself together. So no. Loose that thought. Yes, it's a reality. Yes, I got to be wise. Yes, I got to be watchful. But I would not live in fear. I would not be tormented daily. Because of other people's behavior. Or other people's sickness the illness mental issue is very serious and oftentimes they're expressed after someone has done something to someone oh they had mental issues oh they had this issue oh we didn't realize they was that bad why is it always taken that has to get to the place that someone else loses their life Something traumatic has to happen, devastated. Devastation has to manifest before we come to grips with some things that's actually happening in our lives, in the people's lives around us, in our society. And then, you know, people, there's also those that know, they know the issue, but they refuse to deal with it. I'm not going to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it right now. I don't really have a problem. I can handle it when I want to handle it. And I made suggestions to seek a professional, seek counseling, a therapist, your higher power. Mine says Jesus. I talk to him often. I have to journal, put it down, deal with one particular situation at a time. This is just, uh, this is just a lot. It's a lot. And 
doing some of the counseling sessions and just speaking to others, you know, what, what blesses me and those that are coming to grips and reality and realizing some things and they're able to journal this out, they're able to work it out. And I want to tell you, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. It's one day at a time. You're doing a good job. And I thank you so much for being able to assist you with your process. So I just wanted to let us see that when we don't deal with the trauma that may happen in our lives, whether for being a child, an adult, whatever, that it can end up eventually affecting other people. And we see this with the mass shootings. I can't really express or say why each person did what they did, but I know it had to come from something in their life whether they didn't want to accept or they didn't accept it or they didn't want to acknowledge it, deal with it, realize it's real for whatever reason it may be. And so they want others to suffer. They want others to go through what they're going through. And they take it upon themselves that I can take someone else's life. I don't like you no more. I don't like the color of your skin. I don't like where you live at. I don't like how you smell. I don't I don't like you. So I'm gonna take you out. And it's sad. It's just so sad. And this is a result. Again, I'm not dealing with our realities and moving on in life with the pain. You know, the mass shootings and the gun violence, it stems from so many different situations. Those people kill. How many times have I actually pulled into the wrong driveway? How many times have I actually knocked on the wrong door? I have many times. How many times have I run to the wrong car? I've done it many times in my life. Not even thinking that someone may shoot me or attempt to kill me. How often do we go to the grocery store? And that's why a lot of people are shopping online. They're not going to the stores. Like I mentioned before, living like hermits. Fearful. And you cannot allow society and what's happening to put you in a box. Because that's not healthy either. That's not healthy. Oh my goodness. This is just really, this is very touching. This is very touching. So I want us to briefly just go over these issues to show the importance again of identifying the situations, the concerns in our lives. Not to keep it in. Not to allow it to build up and build up and become greater and greater. Not to suppress it, but to identify with it so we can actually move forward. Moving forward the situation so we can receive our healing so we can live in peace. Oh my goodness. You know what they say, misery love company. But when you do not identify with fear, it could turn around and place you into a place where you don't want to come out your house. Like I said, that's fear, trauma, distress, torture, 
you start shutting down on the inside, now it's going to manifest on the outside. That's not healthy. So we're going to go to affirmation. We're going to go to affirmation. I just want to identify some things because I, again, talking to many people and they, you know, mass shootings is something that's real to them. Some have lost some loved ones. And I wanted to, before we even close and go into the affirmation, is to um, take this time and pause out for those that have lost a loved one uh, doing gun, you know, due to gun violence or due to the mass shootings or something that's taken place within our society. I want to just uh, take a brief moment and to lift you up in prayer, you and your family, and trust that the God of our comfort will keep you, guard you, and comfort you, and that the peace of God will encamp around about you, and that you're able to rest throughout the night. In Jesus' name, amen. And so the affirmation for today is, fear and torment does not live here. And I will process, excuse me, and I will process my pain and move forward today. Let me repeat that. Fear and torment does not live here. And I will process my pain and move forward today. All right, so you say that and, and speak it. I continue to speak it. Continue to speak it. Continue to speak life over yourself. Why die when you can live? Well, this has been great, and time has just moved so fast. If you have any questions, any feedback, any concerns, any services that you may be interested in, please contact me at breakingfreefromtrauma at gmail.com. That's breakingfreefromtrauma at gmail.com. And until next time. Stay safe and focused. Later.